This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you Season 2 of the PBP, Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it. I'm 53, basically 54. I, I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again. Incredible guests sharing great stories from your favorite teams coming this year. Find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. Podcasts. Can't get enough of Boomer and Carton in the morning. Al Dukes and Jerry Recco are here with some sports news and updates they didn't have time to cover. Here we go. It's the Boomer and Carton Post Game Show with Al and Jerry. All right, Al, what do you say? It's, uh, what is today, Wednesday? Wednesday, yes, good parking day. That's right, I forgot. Uh, and, you know, today was interesting on the show because you had a couple of guests in studio. Chris Mullen was here, and you had Travis Stork from The Doctors that was here. I happen to like that show a great deal as well. But it was a frustrating day for me in the newsroom because, as you know, before 10 o'clock, there's nobody out there except me. And at one point this morning, I had some woman calling for Brian Monzo literally every five minutes. Meantime, our receptionist was calling to have someone go get Chris Mullen, which I went and did. Then uh, Mr. Henry, the uh, cop coach for Friday night, showed up as I was trying to answer the phone. At one point, someone peeked their head out of the office and said, do you need help? F you. All right, I don't need help. I'm thinking of suing the company. Uh, could turn my microphone on. That would help. Why are you suing the company? I'm kidding. Oh. I, I was going to lead into your story. Oh, you're leading I love into my, my story. job. I'm just kidding. Oh, I'm not I see, bored Jerry. of my job, but my God, was today busy. Yeah, so there's a guy in Paris who's uh, suing his employer, Jerry, for a lot of money. He's looking for $413,000 in damages. Why? Uh, he's claiming uh, that his job is purposely making, his boss is purposely making his job boring so that he'll quit, and then they won't have to pay him what they owe him in, like, uh, compensation. Severance. The, severance, right, if they fire him. Right. So they're making his job boring by giving him mundane tasks, and he says that it's depressing him, he's sad, he finds himself crying. Can I ask you something? Yes. And this is where, I'm not a business owner, I'd love yes. to be one at some point in my life. This is, I guess this is that part of me that hears this in this story? Yes, sir. Go get another job. Why is everybody always going to blame somebody else? Well, because he feels like he's owed some severance because they want to get rid of him. And but... I'm sure you can take, I guess you could take him to, to court for that. But I guess my point is like making you feel sad and ashamed. Yeah. Then go find another effing job. Uh, his name, Jerry, he's a Frenchman, Frederic Desnard. He says he's calling it a descent into hell and, quote, leaving him destroyed. He's constantly crying, depressed, ashamed. He's ashamed for doing nothing with his life. He also suffers from sleep problems, Jerry, epilepsy, ulcers. Well, that sucks. Yeah. Now, you have these issues because you're bored a lot of times. I'm bored, but I like to be bored. So that's a different story. That's a different story. Maybe you should get together and have a boring convention. I think there are those, aren't there not? Yeah, actually, somebody sent me a a note about a— He was uh, in London. Yeah, about a boring convention. 
right. and uh, was actually sold out. You should be a guest speaker at that and just go up and bore the hell out of people. Yeah, just go do my podcast. Hello, everybody. There. Hi, how's it going? So you don't think this guy's entitled to $413,000, no, Jerry? I guess if you can prove that they are trying to make you quit, I suppose. I take it the other way, though. Just have some pride and go get another job and F them. Right. Like, well, I, you know, you're showing up to a job. They don't want you. You really have no... You could. I could take it this way. They don't see any value in you, and let the, and yet they're still paying you. Right. They'll countersue you. You know what? You want your four hundred? Fine. You owe us four years' salary because you've done nothing for the last four years. Maybe you're a lazy, boring son of a bitch. How about that? It doesn't say here what he's making a year, but France's high court, Jerry, they've already recognized two hundred forty-four cases of workers who were intentionally sidelined because they call it moral harassment. All right. From, well, then that then listen, if that's happening too, then shame on them. From being bored. I just think take control of your own life and go find something you like to do and go do it. Right. Is that not? That, I think that's fair, fair, Jerry. I think that's fair. Should all be our own business owners. Jerry, from boring jobs to here's something that you might need for your job if you if you're the one who wants out of your job. There's a company online offering fake doctor's notes <laughs> that they claim that they'll give you a 100% refund guarantee. Now, by the way, this sounds more like a business to me than renting a grandmother for the weekend. Well, we'll see how successful that one is. We will. But this is bestfakedoctorsnotes.net. They offer phony excuses from workers like uh, from uh, general practitioners, from your dentist, from a gynecologist, an oncologist, all types of doctors, Jerry. Because sometimes your your um, job will not let you off unless you have a doctor's note. Right. Eddie Scazzeri is kind of in charge of our days off here. He will let you go without a doctor's note. Yes. But well, some, could you have sick days to use? Oh, we do. You do. I guess this is for if you've used up your sick days. I suppose. I don't. I honestly don't know how it works in different companies. Maybe yeah. to use a sick day, you need a doctor's note. I don't know. Here, yeah. I don't believe that's ever been the case. Yeah, evidently these work really well, Jerry. Bestfakedoctorsnotes.net. I don't know. So I guess what you're saying is most places are not going to check, right? Because if you are checking. Gonna, right, they don't call your doctor. I wouldn't think. This must look very official. By getting this out there, though, yeah. now you know what you got to do there, companies. Start calling. Start calling Confirm. around. Confirm. It's kind of like when you uh, put references on your resume. Sure. And assume that no one's going to call. Have you ever gotten a phone call for someone that has put you down as a reference and you were not aware that you were put down as the reference? No. Yeah, that's happened to me once and it was very uncomfortable. And it was it someone that you wouldn't really reference for a job? It was someone I really didn't know very well. I met him a couple of times. He was a friend of a friend and he was looking to get into this business and he applied for it. It was not here. It was another radio station of sorts. And I knew someone there that recognized me as a reference and asked me, it was a convoluted story, but asked me what I thought. And I had no idea who the hell he was talking about. And so I don't know. I don't, I don't think he got the job. And then it hit me a couple of weeks later who it was because his name came up in conversation with my buddy. I'm like, the balls. Like, why? We, what? Now, let's say back when we used to have interns here. Let's say you had an intern out there that was just horrendous. Just We've had that. Terrible, yes. lazy no, you wouldn't hire them. If on their last day of their internship, they said, Jerry, pleasure working with you this semester. Would you mind if I put you down as a reference? Uh, my answer would be if I think the job you are applying for pertains to you and you qualify for, absolutely. But I need to know first. 
mm-hmm. if they're that bad. And we have had, and when I say bad interns, there have been few and far between. But we have had interns in the past that come in that really don't want to do anything. That's what I mean by a bad intern. And they show no aggression or any type of uh, wherewithal to do the job or want to be here. There's no want to. Guys like that, that's a tough one. What if they had a fake doctor's note that was explaining why they were not doing any work here? I'll actually create the doctor's note for them. You would? Yes. Yeah, see, that would be weird. Don't like, come in Friday. Yeah, and I, and then oh, how about this? Would you tell the truth to a random employer that was calling you to get a reference for somebody that you didn't think was qualified for the job? Yes, uh, here's how I would handle that. You would, okay. I really don't know enough about the person. Really, that's interesting because that's they, they put you down as a reference. That's their mistake. Is that right? Yeah. Oh, they'd be dead. I would have no yeah, shot. That would be. It depends on the person. Like, if you really don't know, like, this guy that put me down, I didn't know him. Right. I met him twice. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm not giving you a good reference because then all of a sudden you look like a jackass. If you were going for a new job. Okay. Today. Yes. And they said, Jerry, we're going to need three references. Okay. Three professional references. Yes. Who would you put down? Uh, my best friend who's in real estate. Very successful. Um, I might put you down. Nice. As the producer of this show. Perfect. And that would be nice. It depends on the job, though. Like, if you're going for a competing job. Yes, competing job. I still would put you down. I wouldn't. I couldn't put Craig or Boomer down because then they'd be like, oh, yeah, sure, Jerry. What's your job for? Right. Well, for a show up against you guys, you can't do that. Correct. And I would put Eric Spitz down. All right. Those are good ones. Those are solid. Real estate agent Eric Spitz runs CBS Sports Radio Network. And I run the most powerful show right. on morning radio. And I say Eric over Mark only because Eric really is the one that hired me as the intern. Mark was not a part of that process when we started. And I worked really closely with Eric for the first bunch of years. So I'm going to take someone in management. I would take Eric. I like it. Is that fair? That is fair, Who Jerry. are your three? <clears throat> That's You're not escaping question. So this. I'm, I'm going for a competing job? Right. But uh, no, no, no. I'm saying it, we're saying it's not. Let's just say it's not. Let's just say it's not. You want to put Boomer down just because that looks cool on a resume. I agree. I, but I, I don't agree. know that Boomer would pick up a random phone call. He probably wouldn't. And here's the problem with putting Boomer down. Yeah. You're giving out Boomer's number. That's true, too. Not a good thing. That's not a good thing. Okay, nope. so he's out. Eddie Schizzeri might be too truthful and just really talk too much on the phone call. Oh, he's awesome. Oh, you got to see, though, when he gets annoyed, he loses oh. his mind. Right. Right, he would tell the truth because yes. Eddie works with me closely in there where I do go crazy. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So I don't think I would put Eddie down. I think I could put you down as a I reference. I think I'd give you a hell of a reference. You would, okay. I think I would. So I would put you down as a reference. I would put down my friend Steve, who I've known since high school, and he like uh, is a bigwig at this uh, company, uh, the, some computer software company. Nice. So that would look impressive. That would look good. Although he might be a little too truthful as well. Oh. But I think I am going to put him down. Oh, and then the third one. Here. Here's what I'm going to do for the third one. My brother-in-law's a dentist because I would like to write a doctor. There you go. In front of somebody's That's name. a good idea. So now I'm you know go people those, in high places. Those three. That's pretty good. My Are doctor, you looking? I'm not looking. But if I were, those would be my references. And would you look in this field when you start looking soon? No, I'm. I think once... I lose this job, I'll be done. Probably be done with this. Couldn't agree with you more. I don't know what I'm going to do. Right. But... I think this. Yeah, I've had a great run here. It's been a good run. <laughs> that And I'll ride this out. I'd like to just get to 20 years first. Oh, I would love to get to 20 years. For me, that's like January. Oh. <laughs> it's not much more of a run. Oh, well, then, then, you, <laughs> then you've reached it. Yes.
I would need another <laughs> to be at, at at FAN. Yeah. Oh, I'd need another 11 years. Yeah, you got a ways to go. Yeah, I got a little ways to go. Little ways to go. I'm I don't closing even know, in on 20 quick. I don't even know how you do resumes anymore. Like we, the, I, the last time we applied for jobs, years ago. I mean, the whole getting a job process. Yes. Like I look at it this way, and I've always said this. If I got fired tomorrow, I feel pretty good with a couple of people I know that have offered me jobs that I could start working somewhere next week. Right. Probably not for the same money, but good enough that I'm not going to go broke and lose my house. Right? Fair enough. To me, it's a phone call. Hey, um, they cut me loose. Right. What do you got? I couldn't imagine... Getting on one of those like career sites, right. only because I don't know it. It's kind of like anything. When you don't know something, you're kind of leery of trying it or doing it. And writing a resume, you know, I wrote my resume. I mean, let's be honest. My mother helped me write my resume to get the internship here. It's the only resume I've ever written. Really? Only one. Once, and it only went to one place. Yeah, I've here. never sent out a resume. I sent out a, a demo tape to Steve Kingston. Was that his name at K-Rock? Yes. I sent that out. When you were host of the Morning Wreck in I was. Eatontown? Yes. I sent that out. No resume. I sent a demo tape and a cover letter. And I think I told you the story. I got a letter back like within two weeks. And I'm like, oh, my God, I might have an interview. And it was, thank you for submitting. We'll let you know. But it was cool when a radio station, because when, when I first was getting in the business, I used to send my resume to all these radio stations. It would be cool to get a rejection letter on letterhead from like a logo that you love. Well, yeah, when I saw K-Rock yeah. 92.3 in that left corner, I'm like, oh, this is awesome. And then it didn't turn out so well. Yeah, I got like a Scott and Todd PLJ rejection Look at letter. You. And that was cool. I thought it was neat. How about that? How about that? All right, moving on. So yesterday, Al, when we talk about Team Snap a lot, I'm using Team Snap more than I ever, let's be honest, want to because of all these stupid postponements. Yesterday we got rained out again, moved to today. Guess what it's doing right now? Drizzling. Yeah, it's raining again, and I have no idea if we're going to play today. They reschedule for tomorrow. Guess what it's supposed to do tomorrow? Rain again. Right. Friday, we've got week. a game. Guess what it's supposed to do Friday? I think it's going to rain. It's unbelievable. But thankfully, with Team Snap, we keep everything organized. We had a practice scheduled for today for one of the teams. You just had to cancel that. Team Snap keeps you going, keeps everything flowing, keeps the team in line. And then when we do get to play again, maybe tomorrow or Friday, if anybody needs a ride or anybody's got any issues, we can get it all organized with Team Snap. Team Snap should do an update to the app and do something where you can control the weather. That would be cool. If you could make all of the Little League games that you're keeping track of. Press here for your preferred conditions. Right, sunny. Would you go sunny or, or partly sunny? No, I go sunny and Full 75. Sunny and 75. Sunny and 75. There's a country song that's actually, that's the title and chorus. Sunny and 75. That must be the perfect weather for not only the beach, Jerry, but Little League Baseball. Yes. They use aluminum bats in this league? They do. They absolutely do, yes. Yeah. I wish everything went to wooden bats person. I've never Old understood. Old school wood bats. I've never understood why... If in Major League Baseball you play with wooden bats, why at every other level do we play phony baseball? Yeah, I've never got make, that. Doesn't make sense. And maybe Team Snap could start that. Let's go. All right. Wooden well, Bat League by Wooden Team Bat Snap. League. That would if, be awesome. If you had a Wooden Bat League, you could keep track of all of their games on Team Snap, and you would know, don't bring your aluminum bats. This is a wood bat game. That's right. So go to teamsnap.com slash postgame. You get a whole season for free. Pretty damn good. You don't even need a credit card. Teamsnap.com. There's actually a facility that I would love to buy if I had any money. They've got four baseball fields that they don't take care of well, and I would start a wooden bat little league. How awesome would I that like be? that. be awesome. 
And you should make them wear those old gloves from the old days that are just like all padding. And cotton clothes. <laughs> yeah, cotton clothes. The, co- the uh, cotton jerseys. Yeah. Be, no, I'm not going to do really that. But old school. Wooden bat league. It'd be fun. All right. I like that. Jerry, here's a baseball story to go along with that. There's a hotel in downtown Milwaukee where some of the major league teams stay when they play the Brewers. It's called the Fister Hotel. Oh, boy. And it is haunted. Here we go. Bring in L.A. Angels first baseman. Now, I'm probably going to say his name uh, incorrectly. He's from South Korea. His name is Jiman Choi okay. or something I like actually, that. I've never heard of him. I don't yeah. know who that is. He's the first baseman for the Angels. He says he did not have a good night's sleep on Sunday night as he was woken up by a ghost that there was a spirit standing over his bed. Although he wow. says this is not the first time he's encountered the ghost. The first time was after he had back surgery in 2011 when Choi claims a spirit woke him up by touching his chest and making the bed slump. Quote, he says this through an interpreter, I've seen ghosts plenty of times. I was scared at first. So I didn't want to open my eyes. I dealt with that a lot more times after that. So he's constantly being visited hmm. by ghosts. He then joked that he hoped his ghost that was following him around in his hotel rooms was a girl ghost. Yeah. How about the fact Jimon Choi has one hit and 14 at bat so far this year? Maybe the ghost is between his ears. Maybe you wouldn't be getting hits, Jerry, if ghosts were keeping you up I at mean, night. Good Lord. How about this? Look for that little white thing that spins coming out of the pitcher's hand. Hit that and stop worrying about fake ghosts. Hmm. They're both white. The ghosts are white, right? No, 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 no. This isn't. Oh, they're secret. This isn't Pac Man or Casper or Casper Those or anything like white. that. It, it, come they're on. clear. He feels a spirit. Though. I think we should go on a road trip and do the podcast, uh, the post game podcast on the road from this hotel. You know, there there are various cities where teams stay that have these. When I was living uh, and covering the Tampa Rays down in the, you Saint, covered the Rays the, too. Yeah, a couple. You of years. were actually a legit sports reporter. I was. Jerry. I know you did the Lightning stuff, but I but I, I have also heard how you don't even understand hockey and I you did. just kind of waited. For the game to end, to go get quotes. Right. I just but stuck my mic the when Rays? the Tampa Rays a couple years, a 98-99 really? season. Their inaugural season, Jerry. How about that? So they had like Fred McGriff and uh, Wade Boggs was on that team. Yeah, the Hall of Famer. Yeah. And then uh, I also covered the Tampa Buccaneers, Tampa Bay Bucks. I knew that. I did that many years. That's football, though. That was that was easy to do. You but covering there, baseball seems like you'd rather poke your face out with a pen. No, I was really into baseball back then. Oh, all right. Uh, and then... And I'm into the Mets now, but I used to be into well, all baseball. Well, marginally into the no, Mets. No, I'm into the Mets. Really? Yes. How many innings you watched last night? Last night, I watched uh, most of the game. But, but I, I thought you're the one that says you can't watch. You say, after one inning, I look at myself and say, what am I doing? This is boring. Yeah, so I do other things. I'll be on the iPad. So you're not watching the game then? No, I'm watching. No, no. When I hear Gary, When I hear Gary go and go, out of here. No, no. You have up. it on as ambient noise. It is ambient you noise. You don't watch the game. Baseball is great to fall asleep to. It is. No, no it's, it's very not. calming, it relaxing. You should be thinking as you're watching the game. Hmm. I've ruined your whole story. I'm sorry. No, you haven't actually. I'm just saying that there are various cities. These old hotels have these ghosts in them. I just don't know why would teams stay in a known. This is a known haunted hotel. 
But the Brewers, they put these teams in these hotels. Well, the Brewers don't put you there. The teams well, get the choice to stay they where can? they want. I thought they have deals with these uh, hotels. No, uh, no. They're probably no. all in haunted sure hotels. The Brewers can suggest where to go. I bet the Brewers know this place is haunted, and they're sending teams there. Well, Jimon Choi certainly knows. If that's yeah. we're pronouncing the guy's name right, I'm sure we are. That looks correct. I guess. Yeah. Well, so he, what's haunted in Manhattan then? Oh, I'm sure there's haunted hotels in Manhattan. But you know what's funny? The the ghosts, they never haunt like a Marriott or like a Holiday Inn. It's always like these individual, unique, old-time hotels. By the way, when you said the name of the hotel was the Fister Hotel, yeah. not where I thought you were going with the story. Yeah, no, no jokes there, Jerry. The Fister Hotel is in downtown Milwaukee. Don't you think you have to change that name? Yes. Well, it's P.F. I don't care if it's F.H. Do you think it's pronounced Fister? <laughs> Probably not. I don't think so. Mm. I would not stay in a known haunted hotel. I would be out. Nor would you buy a house. And by the way, I'm with yeah. you on the haunt. I wouldn't buy the house just because I always be thinking about it. Even though I don't believe in it, I wouldn't be able to get that out of my head. Right. I would not buy I a house. I stay in the hotel for a night. My girlfriend uh, lives in a house. I told you she's it's built in the 20s. Yes. Which I is kind of cool, actually. I am not thrilled with walking around there when it's dark. Well, what are you going to do when you move there? Hello? Deal with the ghosts. Right. Ghosts. Talk to them. David Lee Roth once told me this story, Jerry. You'll oh, enjoy this. This. Awesome. this is a ghost story. <clears throat> oh, this was off the air. I was drug talking. Drug-induced story. When I was talking to da- David. And uh, he he uh, bought a mansion in California when Van Halen first hit. And he's had this mansion for a very long time. And it's many bedrooms, all stuff. Old, uh, built in the 20s, that sort right. of thing. I asked him if uh, he believes in ghosts and if the house is haunted. He said it was haunted. And that one night he went up into the attic laid down on his back and asked the ghost and spirits to leave the home, which they did. Of course they did. So and sometimes he them zip right out. Well, you didn't the see vent. them zip out, but sometimes if you ask, and I've seen this in movies, if you ask the spirit to leave, it'll leave. That's what David Lee Roth said, because his sister's living in the house when he's all over the place and she was scared to live there. Right. But no worries now. The ghosts have been asked to leave. They did leave. Hmm. You ever realize all we yeah. are, are animals with brains? And ghosts. Animals and ghosts yeah. with brains. Let me ask you if you'd be interested in this, Jerry. And This is becoming a reality. I'm sure you've heard the possibilities, but Fiat has teamed with Google. Oh, is this this minivan? No, uh, the minivan self-driving car by the end of the year will be on the road. No, I'm not interested. You're not interested in taking a nap on your ride home? So the car's no, driving you there? I don't trust the car. You not punch yet. In, here's, what, here's how I imagine it works. You punch in Google Maps where you're going. I know that. And then just relax. I can't. No. You know people would be smashing into you. Right. <laughs> That's the point. I No, I can't. What, the, 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 what if the web goes down? You know, right. you can't. Right. If you lose your internet access. By the way, you, I, we, we praise Google Maps like no one else. We yes. love it. We think it's love phenomenal. It. Yes. Can you honestly sit here and tell me that it hasn't gone off on you at times? It does. Very it ha- rare. It's rare. But when I'm doing 70 miles an hour on the parkway with no driver and it crashes, where do you think the car's going? Oh, my no guess. Good. My guess is these self-driving cars are going to go like 35 miles an hour. They'll probably do the speed limit. On the parkway. They will probably do the speed limit. Oh, okay. So it would read and know what the speed limit yes. is. I'm not interested. I don't mind driving. I don't like driving six hours anymore. I don't. I actually don't mind the drive-in and the ride home. Right. 
Now, let me ask you this because you've brought this up before. Why do you sometimes not listen to anything in I your don't, car? I don't. Matter of fact, I'm on a streak <laughs> right now. I haven't listened to anything coming in or going home. It's got to be three weeks. Do you think about life? Like, what are you thinking about? Are you humming songs? A lot songs? of different things. A lot of different things. Yeah. I ponder what direction I'm going in. And do you feel like that's helpful? I do. I talk to myself. Like, that's your time to not. think? Yes. You're not at work. You're not Correct. at home. You're solely in the car. I could do we could do a whole segment on this tomorrow if you'd like. All right, I would like to do that. Let's keep that in mind for the Thursday podcast. Yeah. All right, I'll see you later. All right, Jerry. It's the Boomer and Carton post game show. Wow! With the real stars of the show, Alan Jerry.